0: You are listening to Motivating from the Six, episode 44, Become Unstuck in Your Difficult Circumstances, an interview with speaker and author, Danny Stone. I'm excited. Let's go. back to motivating from the six this is a podcast that is intended to change your life it's intended to motivate you to inspire you to have you stand up in your circumstances and want to make all the changes that you need to make to become a better you i am your host jeff martin of jeffadmartin.com i am so happy that you have decided to listen to this podcast today If you have downloaded, if you have subscribed, if you have left a rating, a review, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you are just the mere fact that you have allowed me to bless your ears for a very brief moment, whether I'm in your car with you, whether I'm on your treadmill with you, whether you're just chilling around the house and you just have me in your ears, I just want to thank you. And again, for allowing me to be in your world and just to provide some value to you within your life. Today's episode, I'm so excited. I have my brother, Danny Stone, on today. And you know, it's funny because Danny and I, he's a friend of mine. Danny is an author, he's a speaker, and he's a deep thinker. And oftentimes when me and him have conversations, we can go on for a while and we just really talk about the mind and developing your yourself and becoming a better you. And every time we speak, I'm like, you know what, Danny? We should have recorded this conversation and put it on the podcast. So today I'm excited because we finally had a chance to sit down and actually record a conversation. And Danny and I speak about becoming a better you in circumstances where you are just going through a difficult time and how you can come out on the other end. You got to know Danny is an author. He wrote a book called You Have the Keys, Now Drive, 10 Essential Steps to Getting Unstuck and Live a Happier Life. I could tell you there are a lot of gems within this book and you can find Danny anywhere on social media at I am Danny stone. And also if you go on Amazon, you can find his book as well. He's working on the second edition right now. That's going to have so many great elements in it. You can look for that. You can find that sometime within this year of 2018, but even before then go look for the first edition because it's available and it's out there and it's going to change your life. So let's not waste any more time. Let's jump right into this interview because I want you to learn as much as I have learned from speaking to Danny as well. So let's jump right in. Introducing Mr. Danny Stone. And welcome back to Motivating from the Six. I am with my man, Mr. Danny Stone. Danny Stone is a coach. He is an author and he's just an all around good dude. Danny, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for the intro, brother. I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Um, like I said, you are a coach. Uh, you've been doing uh, life coaching for a while now. You, uh, also, Danny as well, is involved in the community. He's doing a lot of great work with the community, with kids in the community, with adults, just helping people to get through their circumstances. And as I said, he is an author of a book as well. Danny, give them the name of your book.
1: Yeah, the book is called uh, You Have the Keys, Now Drive, and um, it came out, uh, it it was 10 Essential Steps to Get Unstuck and Live a Happier Life, but it's evolved, so I'm actually coming out with a revised version. Um, Three years later, I'm coming out with a revised version, so it's five keys and five habits to personal change, so that's what the new book is, so You Have the Keys, Now Drive.
0: Okay, fabulous. Now, again, as you said, the the name of the book is You Have the Keys Now Drive. What does that mean exactly? Give me a, a breakdown of what you're speaking about in that um, in that title and the, what you can get in the contents of the book.
1: Yeah, You Have the Keys Now Drive is, is you know, part of the, the challenges that a lot of us have in life is that, you know, we set goals and we don't achieve them or, you know, other people's opinions get in the way of us, sort of going after what we want and we're constantly searching for answers to how we should be living our lives and what we should be doing and you have the keys now drive is really saying that you have all the answers that you need you have everything that you need within you you just have to start asking yourself different questions and listening to those answers now that's not to say that you can't have mentors um, because i do recommend that and, and coaches and so on it's just that Most of the time, we know what we need to do. We know what we need to do to move forward. We know what we need to do to achieve our goals. So you have the keys is really just saying, look, you're sitting in the driver's seat. You know, the keys in the ignition. It's time for you to start and get get going on your goals and your dreams.
0: Okay. Why do you think it is that people are not taking the keys? Like a lot of people I find would rather sit in the passenger seat and let someone else drive. Like, why do you think that is?
1: um it, it's it's a lot of things that happen in life i mean uh sometimes it's just fear fear of being a failure you know that word failure is so big that so many people are um afraid to have uh you know that loss in the in the record right and so you know maybe they failed at things in the past and um so they don't think that they can you know achieve bigger things in the in the future sometimes it's a, a afraid a fear of success you know, many people are afraid. What happens if I do achieve these these goals? What happens mm-hmm. to the people around me? What happens to my life? Am I am I able to keep up uh, with constantly striving for more? Um, other people's opinions get in the way. You know, you listen to people close to you who may may be very negative, and and sometimes, um, you know, they may mean to be that way to discourage you from achieving your goals. But other times, it's just Um, They can't seem to be happy for you um, because they're not happy in other areas of their lives. So it's lots of different things and lots of different reasons. But from fear to other people's opinions to, um, you know, just the negative self-talk that's ingrained in you based on how you grew up and your childhood experiences.
0: Okay. Okay. Absolutely. And so kind of going back to your book a little bit, you know, you talk about uh, you have the keys now drive. There are a lot of people out there who I find, you know, in my um, my interaction with the community, whether it be working in the community, whether it be the job that I do, and I'm dealing with people all the time who are quote-unquote victims in right. situations. And it's funny how you find somebody can go through some of the, the worst struggles in life, and they're able to use that, <clears throat> excuse me, as fuel to push them forward. And you have other people who go through something that, You know, some people would call minuscule and that just stifles the stifles a growth for the rest of their life. Like they're not able to move, they can't divert from that little thing that's happened. And it's just funny how, you know, we all have some type of trials, tribulations, things that happen in our lives, and some people they're just not able to get through it. They're just not able to step over it and use it as fuel as some other people are, are able to do. Why do you think that is? Like why are some people um, you know the, the, the little things that they go through it allows them just to be stuck where they are like why do you think that is with some people
1: um mindset you know it's um a, a lot of uh people have this success mindset and they have this mindset where you know if they fail that's okay they're going to use that as a lesson and keep moving forward and and then you have other people who. Um, the smallest, like you said, the most minuscule, smallest thing challenge that they have just stops them in their tracks. And it really boils down to your mindset, you know? Um, and are you the type of person who can, um, utilize, use the skills that you have and be resourceful and resilient? And, you know, I always tell people that the number one reason that most people aren't living the life they want is the habits that they have. You build resilience. You build confidence uh, through your habits. The daily actions that you take over time build up your resilience. They build up your ability to deal with adversity. And they help you develop a success mindset. So for many people, they don't, you know, it's like going to the gym. Lots of people go to the gym to build up their body to look the, a certain way. But mm-hmm. they don't build up their mindset to be able to handle adversity, to to take on challenges, to see bigger goals and to go after them. So that's what I think. I think it's it's really about your habits, and those habits lead to developing a mindset. And, that, and the mindset is the difference I see uh, between people who are very successful and people who aren't.
0: So you just use the analogy there about going to the gym. So they're physically building themselves up, uh, building up that body, building up that strength. Every day you go in, you rip that muscle a little bit just so it can grow, but they're not doing that mentally.
1: Right, right, right. So I often call it, you know, I often say, you know, are you going to be a passenger in your purpose or the driver of your destiny? And people Mm. who are passengers in their purpose, they let fear other people's opinions, uh, past situations, control their mindset and that that controls their action or their lack of action. Mm. When you get in the driver's seat, it's completely different. You know, you know, challenges are coming, but you based on your habits and your past successes, and um, gratitude, and that's another thing, being grateful for what you have, you attract more of what you want. And as you begin to attract more of what you want, you see the wins and you take those wins and use them as momentum for bigger and bolder goals. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, some people might be listening and saying, okay, well, Danny, you don't know what I'm going through. You've never been through what I've been through. And I'm not going to ask you to go through details of your life, Danny, but, you know, what do you say to somebody who feels that you don't understand? Where they're coming from, you don't understand the the heartaches that they've had, the the, the broken hearts, the, the the obstacles, the oppression that they've gone through. What do you say to someone like that who has gone through some real tough situations and they don't feel that you can relate uh, to what they're saying?
1: Well, I I would say that um, I don't claim to relate to any point. your experiences. Are your experiences? I mean. Uh, you said it before, we've all gone through challenges. I've had lots of difficult challenges in my life, mm-hmm. and I've had to overcome many things to get to where I am, and so have many of my coaching clients. And so what I say to people like that is that you are where you are right now, and if you continue to live in the past, that's where you're going to stay. So what you have to do is look at your situation from where you are right now as a starting point and have hope. And, and sometimes I don't even think that you n- even need a plan. I just think that you need to take action because that momentum is what's going to lead you to, to get through whatever you're going through. And I'm not taking away from anybody's challenges, but you, we all know very successful people who've gone through, you know, very um, dire, you know, life-threatening challenges who are now thriving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, what it was for them was surrounding yourself with the right people, um, I, I think that when you have the right people around you, um, they are the ones that can motivate you to take action, even when you don't want to take action. Um, and, and then you just, just getting out there and, and just trying to make your situation better. Like you said before, you know, it, it's about changing that victim mentality. Like, I'm not a victim. Uh, I'm taking control of my life and, and trying. And, and and that's what it was for me. And that's what it is for, you know, a lot of people that I know.
0: Absolutely. You know, you look at somebody like Oprah. She's such a prime example on both extremes, right? She is a billionaire at this point. So people look at her life and say, well, you know, Oprah can't understand my problems. But when you look at her beginnings, right? how dismal it was, like how how right. treacherous it was like she had some serious beginnings i'm not going to go through them now but um i see you're nodding so you obviously agree and you know anyone listening you could take a listen or or, or or um a read at oprah's beginnings um but she's just one example right you have steve harvey again who's been homeless uh right. tyler perry who's been homeless um Les Brown. <laughs> Les Brown. Oh, Les Brown's story. He talks about being born on a, an abandoned uh, building floor, him and his twin brother, not knowing his parents. If he walked That's by right. his parents today, he would never know them. That's right. right. And look where he is today. Like He is one of the most happiest, uh, jovial people that you'll ever, ever come across. Right. Um, so it really does com- come down to the mindset, as you said, because your mindset is going to put you in the place where you, you really should be the obstacles that you're going to face in life, you're always going to have ups and you're always going to have downs. But your right. mindset, where do you place your, your mind? Where do you place your thinking? Because once you place it at a place where it should be, then you'll always strive for that.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I mean, you got some down days too, I imagine, right?
1: Of course, we all do. But, <laughs> Absolutely. You, you know, it, it's like a lot of people say, you know, and Lewis Howes and, and even less. It's about, you know, what are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on what you don't have? Are you going to focus on, um, you know, feeling trapped and stuck? Or are you going to are you gonna walk in gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like one thing I, when, you know, when I was really stuck in, in, in life, I really focused, you know, and I used to be that type of way. Like I never thought that I would, you know, um, change my situation. And, and the thing for me was, you know, my, uh, my worst day is somebody's best day. There's people mm-hmm. out there, millions and millions of people, who would love to have my worst day yes and, and yeah. that really put things into perspective for me and that's when i started to be appreciative and and show gratitude for the things that i did have mm. and when i noticed when i did that there was a big shift in my life i you know you are what you what you focus on you attract what you focus on so i noticed you know, my life started to change because I was grateful for waking up. I was grateful for having a roof over my head, for having something to eat, because there were days that I never had something to eat. Mm. And what happened was all of these people and experiences and, and um, you know, support started sort of pouring into me. And and that's when I noticed, I, I you know, you, you have to change your mindset. And that whole thing around showing gratitude was um, – was one of the key factors in really kind of changing my life.
0: Mm, mm. So that's big, what you just talked about. Gratitude is huge. I think we should always find gratitude in every situation. And, you know, as you talked about as well, your worst day is somebody else's best day, right? Yeah. Which, which, is, yeah. which is amazing. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, if we have that type of thinking, then every day really should be a fantastic day, regardless of what you're going through.
1: Right, right. You, you know, um, uh, I have this thing. Um, I was working with a, a coaching client who was, you know, kind of feeling really stuck in life and and um, just really couldn't move forward. And so we talked about this this thing that I, I kind of came up with in my mind. And it's called, you know, um, life on vacation. And so, you know, what happens when you go on vacation? When you go on vacation, you're excited about everything, right? Oh, there's a beautiful flower over there. Oh, the sun. Oh, the ocean is amazing. You know, so you appreciate the little things around you. You could have a a, a plant growing in your backyard that you kind of pay a little bit of attention to. And you see that same plant when you're on vacation, and it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen in your life, right? right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have conversations with strangers, you know? Um, you, uh, just take in the sunset and you take time out to relax. And, and those are all the things that we need to incorporate into our lives every day. So Mm -hmm. I call it life on vacation. So it's just appreciating the little things that you see on your way to work or on your way home or having conversations with strangers, you know, instead of looking at your phone, because, you know, sometimes you can have the most amazing conversations with just strangers. Mm. Um, taking a time out in your day so instead of you know sitting at your desk and eating your lunch quickly like going out for a walk or you know reading a a, you know reading for a little bit on your way uh, on your lunch break so it's those little things that happen when you're on vacation that Mm. if you incorporate those into your daily lives right life will open up you'll find yourself more at peace less stressed um you'll you'll see yourself Um, just more calm in in your life. Right,
0: Right, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It's like taking a pause and appreciating the small things, like the birds chirping in the morning, the fact that the sun came up, the fact that you're alive to see the sun come up. You know what I mean? Um, About a year ago, I had a cousin who passed away to cancer. And uh, leading up to uh, her being in the hospital, while she was in the hospital, maybe about three weeks before she passed away, uh, I was in her room and we heard screaming coming from down the hall oh. and somebody else had passed away to cancer at that moment. And I remember thinking how appreciative, how much gratitude I have that I had this moment here with my cousin right. because she was still alive.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know, unfortunately we did end up losing her about three or four weeks later after that situation, but she lived for another three to four weeks, right? You know what I mean, like, which which people might say, well, that's sad, and I, it definitely is. But it's powerful to know that I still have three or four weeks to go, right? Like, there's so much I can do with that three or four weeks. And granted, she's in the bed, so she can't go and open the business, she can't become an entrepreneur within that three or four weeks. But what she can do, and what she did do, is show everybody how much she loved them, right? Like, I was able to tell her how much I loved her in that span, and even before that because I had that three or four extra weeks, right? It's it's, it's appreciating the small things, um, well, in that case, a big thing your life, right? In the moments that you have.
1: Wow. Yeah, right? I mean, that's, that's amazing. And I think it's, it's you know, it's great that you had that, that that time with your cousin. And I'm sure there were a lot of special moments in there. And I think that's one of the things that we don't do. We don't celebrate people uh, while they're healthy, while they're here. And you know, um, you know, one of the things, and I, I, did, I've done this for years, is that I, I always feel like I have to go back and tell people what they mean to me or how they've helped me in my life. Hmm. And I've always make it a point to remind people, even if I've told them before, because, you know, we don't get to where we are alone. We don't get through uh, our pains and our problems and our trials and tribulations alone. And And not only that, you don't even celebrate in in great moments alone either. Usually there's people with you. And so I always like to remind people of what they mean to me and, you know, and even be specific about certain times that they may have helped me or certain times that, you know, we've celebrated something that we've accomplished together. And I think that's really, really important. And -hmm. I think it's something that we really need to do more, more of.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that. Now, going back to something you said, we were just talking about gratitude and being thankful in your circumstances and, and, um, you know, celebrating each other, as you talked about. Again, going back to what you had said, where your worst day is somebody else's best day. Mm -hmm. Is that an excuse, though, for us to be content? Like some people will sit back and say, well, you know what, I got, you know, my car, I got my house. I'm going to chill right here because you know what? Someone else out there doesn't have what I have. So I'm going to chill. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Is that a reason for people to be content in their situation?
1: Well, I can't tell people what to do with their lives, but if you want more out of life and you, if you want to just sit back and use that as a, if you want to coast through life, that's your choice. But, you know, for, for people who um, know that there's more out there for them and they want more um, but just don't know how to get it or, or maybe they're just feeling stuck right now, And they want to come through that. um, You know, what I would say is that there is more. And Mm. you should always be challenging yourself to move forward. And the other thing is that, you know, if you have loved ones, then you you don't only owe it to yourself to try to be the best person you can be, to be the best version of yourself. You owe it to your kids. You owe it to your partner. You owe it to your family. You owe it to your coworkers. You owe it to your community. Mm. So, you know, this coasting thing, is, you know, if you want to, you can. But, you know, you also have people around you who are depending on you emotionally, financially, uh, in so many ways. And if you know that, then you should constantly be trying to become a better version of yourself. Mm. Uh, and, and that requires work. It requires you to challenge the way that you think. It requires you to uh, do personal development, to take care of yourself physically and spiritually. And so, you know, it's really your choice, but don't, sit back and think this is as good as it gets because there's a lot more out there for all of us
0: yes absolutely there's uh, a great quote that says i come as one but i stand as 10,000." right yeah, and yeah. as you talk about that we represent so much more so many people um, from our past you know i think about my life and the path that's gotten to me me where i am today my parents right. have come from jamaica Um, obviously that they, you know, the line behind them is all Jamaican. And obviously before them, um, was people who were brought through slave ships from Africa. And I, again, I stand as one, but I stay, but I represent 10,000, right? The, The people who have come before me, who have allowed me to be here where I am now, right? Again, allows me to be so appreciative because they have sacrificed their life. They have sacrificed, So many things, right? For me to have this opportunity now to be, you know, having a podcast, to be uh, creating a book, to be, you know, just just generating so many ideas. If it wasn't for them, I would not be where I am today. And I don't take that for granted. And it's unfortunate because you find a lot of people who do. You find a lot of people who don't realize how special um, their opportunity is just because they have a life. Like, What it took for you to be here, you know, again, not even discounting your ancestors and what it took for them to survive, but even the whole, um, you know, physical side of things in terms of you being born, like the things that could have went wrong. There was a million things that could have went wrong, right? As they say, there's 100 million competitors, right? Other sperm before, you know, that (laughs) tried to compete, right? And here you are, right? So you have all the reason to continue to push forward. Right. There's so many reasons for you just to continue uh, moving forward and pursuing your dreams because there's so many been, there's been so many sacrifices before you. So, um, man, I, I just kind of say that just to kind of add to your point that there's That's great.
1: You know. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. that. That makes so much sense. And I think the biggest one of the biggest reasons that people kind of um, I think it's stuck is, is that they get disconnected from their values. And I see this often and and I've been, I've been in a situation myself where the things that you value and that you believe you get disconnected from because of, you know, the media, social media, other people, um, situations and circumstances. And so what happens is a lot of people get lost. You know, you're looking at social media every day and you think this is real life. You think that people are living on yachts and flying all over the world every day. You think that's normal. You think that, it's normal for people to have Bentleys and stacks of cash and hang out and drink up. Like that's not real life. No. And so you go on social media um, and, you know, and you see, you know, these lavish lifestyles or you you're surrounded by people who um, are maybe, maybe happy or unhappy, you kind of get disconnected. And you don't know, you know, where your values are. You forget what you believe in and then you just get stuck right? You're like, well, where am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? You know, how many people do you know? And maybe, maybe you've been in this situation. I know I have where you started a job and you said, I'm only going to work here for one year. And after one year, I just want to get here, make some quick money and I'm out. And you turn around and five years later, 15 years later, 17 years later, they're kind of in this job. They, they don't know why they're there. They don't want to be there. Um, you know, so many things are going by the wayside. Maybe they're not eating healthy. Uh, so all of these things just kind of it just creep into your life. And it's a lot of it's because you get disconnected from what's important to you and, and what you believe in.
0: Hmm. Absolutely. As you talk about people being at their jobs forever, it reminds me when I was in my mid-teens, I worked at McDonald's. Right, right. And, you know, um, it's been a while since I've passed by that location, but I can tell you it's been within the last five years that I've passed by that location. And there's still people working there that right. work there when I work there. Right, then, right. I'm in my 40s now, so you do the right. math. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're still working there. And I, hey, listen, I'm not here to knock anybody's hustle. No, no, um, no. You know, but when it's all said and done, um, Steve Harvey said if you believe that there's more, then know that there is. Right. Right. right know that there is more. If you believe there's more for you, you have to go out and find it. You have to go out and seek it. Because the way I look at it is um you know people say, "Yeah, you know, working this hard on my goals is is difficult. Working this hard trying to achieve my dreams is difficult." And for sure it is. But you know what else is difficult? Living in a situation where you're not happy. Of course. That, that's straight up difficult. Yeah,
1: yeah, of right? course. To I see the, it all the, time. To yeah. the core yeah. of
0: you. It's difficult. Yeah, right. I- so, I agree. Yeah. So, it, so if you have to choose a difficulty, I'd rather choose one that's going to propel me forward. And even if I don't make a move in terms of like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to push forward, but nothing's happening for me. At least you tried.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: At least you tried. At least you put the effort in and no one could say anything different. No one could say, well, you know, Jeff died without even trying. Right. You saw me hustling. You saw me trying. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So when it's yeah. all said and done, if it's going to be difficult either way, I'd rather use a path that's going to get me to where I want to go.
1: Yeah. Well, Les Brown says you gotta, you gotta run just to stand still. You know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) everything is moving so fast that, you know, you have to move fast and, and things that you're thinking about, you can, you can think and think and think, but eventually you have to take action if you want something to change in your life. And it's really about action. And that's why I say action trumps a plan anytime, right? Mm -hmm. Once you get moving on something, the plan can come later, but It's about action. And, you know, one of the things that I, I see in people is that um, the lack of inaction leads to regret. And regret is something that can have such a mental and physical toll on on your life. Mm. And I've seen it. I've seen people who are regretting decisions that they didn't make or actions they didn't take from 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 32 years ago.
0: Wow.
1: And when I see that, you know, I always tell people, and I tell everybody this you need to have the discipline uh, to act on your curiosity. Mm. You need to have the discipline to act on your curiosity. Mm. So, whatever it is that you're curious about, whether it's a career or starting a, a business or even pursuing a relationship, uh, yeah. traveling to a, a specific country, whatever it is that you're curious about, you need to have the discipline to do something about that every day Mm. and like you said whether you're successful or not at least you've tried yes and and then you can move forward you can move past that but if you haven't tried that regret can stay with you for such a long time and it can it can really take a, a physical and mental toll on your life and your relationships with other people
0: Absolutely. Regret is definitely something that not only you you regret uh, not doing, you know, and so it stays in your mind, but it stops you from even going forward with other things because you despise uh, that part of you so much that now you're just stuck. Right. 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 So not only do you you know regret not doing that task, you know, as you said, 32 years ago, but, you know, you you still haven't done that task and you haven't done anything else because you're still stuck in that moment in your head.
1: Right. It's actually a compound effect. It's a compound negative yes. effect. Yes. But that inaction just leads you to, okay, um, I, I'm not going to achieve this next thing and this next thing and this next thing. So what happens is you don't try. You don't try at anything. Or, or you set the bar so low that your goals are e- easily achievable, but they don't move your life forward in any major way. Right. So that's what I see happen. It's like, okay, well, I, I didn't try that. I talk myself out of it, or I let other people talk me out of it. So I'm not going to try this thing and this thing and this thing. And then it just compounds itself. Mm. And then you find yourself just stuck and you can't move on anything, right? right.
0: So you have somebody now who is looking to move forward. And obviously every situation is different, you know, depending on what they're trying to move forward into. But what are some of the baby steps they can take? If they say today's the day, like that's the whole thing about this podcast here is trying to help people to move forward. Mm -hmm. They say, okay, you know what? Enough's enough. I've I've heard it, Jeff. I've heard it, Danny. I'm good now. Today's the day I want to start to move forward in that specific task I'm trying to achieve in my life. What are some of the baby steps they can start to take in regards to? Um, to, to getting
1: that goal? Well, I mean, you have to know what, know what you want and where you are right now. You know, like I call it your, you know, your journey. So what do you really want? And be crystal clear about what you want and don't think about the limitations. You see, most of us, we, we limit ourselves because we think, oh, that's impossible. So again, your goal is not as big as it could be. It should be. So the first thing is like, what do you really want? And being very clear about it. And being honest about it, right? So this is what I really want. And then the other thing is, okay, realistically, where are you right now? Where are you right now in your life? Um, and, and then you look at that gap, right? So that's the first thing. This is what I really, really want in my life. This is where I am. And then the next thing is, okay, you make a plan, right? So I always say, you know, you have this big, big goal. You want to chunk that down into, you know, four or five smaller pieces. And those are your milestones, those mini goals. Because if you have a two or three-year goal, it's daunting to look, man, three years is a long time, you know, or I want to make a million dollars is so far away that, you know, before you're done, before you even get started. Yeah. So you take that big goal and you break it down into, you know, three or four or five smaller chunks. And then you set goals, uh, you set um, tasks towards working towards those milestones. Mm -hmm. And so that way it looks more realistic. This is what I can do every day to get me towards that next milestone and then the next milestone. And then the next thing, you know, it's like, wow, you know, I've achieved this goal by achieving my mini goals along the way. And so that's what I, I think a lot of people need to do to get started is be realistic, uh, be real about what you want. And stop, stop. Um, I say stop um, dreaming, stop thinking in black and white and start dreaming in color. You right. know, <laughs> so. So be realistic about what you want, where you are, and then break that bigger goal down into smaller chunks. And then what can you do every day? You know, what's, what one thing can you do every day to get you closer to that milestone and then closer to that bigger goal?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, some great things you just said right there. Be honest about what you want. Like, Be totally and brutally honest about right. what you want. Like, If your goal is to become bigger than Beyonce, then say you want to become right. bigger than Beyoncé. Yeah. Yes. Now, granted, you know you put that out there to people. There's a lot of people <laughs> gonna be like, "You are crazy. You are nuts. Get off that cocaine!" Right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying is, even if you're honest with yourself and you're going to go after that goal, then you do it, right? Because you know, at one point, before we knew Beyoncé, we thought that Mariah Carey was the biggest thing, and no one can That's be right. than her. No one could be bigger, bigger than Whitney Houston, right? right? And it goes on and on. And so, so you have to be brutally honest about what you want and whatever it is that you want, then you have to, as you said, make a plan to go after it. But the bite-sized chunks is, is absolutely what it is. Like you break it down to the pieces that are attainable. Um, you know, you always hear the analogy of somebody who wants to lose say a hundred pounds. It, it looks difficult when you look at that big number, but when you break it down to, you know, 10 pounds, seven pounds um, and you say, okay, well I just lost five pounds. I just lost seven pounds, I just lost 10 pounds. It makes it so much easier when you break it down that way. So. That makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, and, and two things about that, Jeff. That's a great point. Um, one is that even if you're not successful, you're much further ahead than you were before, right? Absolutely. So when people look at success. It, it's who you become along the way. It's who you yes. become along the journey, right? Yes. If you're setting a very bold goal to be, you know, bigger than Beyonce or to make a million dollars or to buy a home, it's who you become along the way and you're also building up your mindset yes. right you're building up your mindset so what i tell people is even when you achieve those miles milestones you have to celebrate along the way yes that's what a lot of people forget to do yeah a lot of people forget to celebrate you wait yes. you are going to wait three years you know um so you have to celebrate along the way like if you're trying to buy a home and and you know houses here are very very expensive um So celebrate along the way. Okay, um, I saved, you know, 50% of the down payment I got. You know, I have 75%, 100% of the down payment. Okay, I got that. You know, so go out and do something nice for yourself. And then the next phase is, you know, you have to get, you know, the financing and all that kind of stuff. But that's the biggest thing that people don't do. So they lose momentum and they're still focused on the bigger picture and they don't see the progress they've made along the way. Yeah. Right. It's like going to school. It's like taking a four year degree. Right. After you after you finish year one and you've been successful, do something nice. Year two, year three, year four, you walk across that, grad, that stage, you, you get your diploma, and then you celebrate your bigger goal. Right? right. So many of us forget that. We all often forget to celebrate the, the small wins along the way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That makes so much sense. It really does. So, uh, again, going back to your book um, you you said that you are working on the second edition now.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I I wrote the book about three years ago and I didn't know anything about writing the book. (laughs) (laughs) I just started writing and, you know, and it was based on just my own, you know, lessons from growing up in low income housing to, you know, traveling to different countries and so on. Starting my own business, and also things that I had been hearing and learning along the way from friends, family, coaching clients. So I thought, you know, I need to put this down on paper. And when I did, um, it's terrifying. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like it's really terrifying to know that your words are going to be out there forever. and yes. And so once I did, I had second guessed about putting the book out and not. And then I thought, you know what? If it can help one person, I'm happy with that. If it helps one person. And I put the book out there and, you know, it's reached seven readers in seven or eight countries. I get feedback from different places about, you know, people seeing things differently and making some changes. But,
0: mm.
1: you know, my point is that and we all have the ability to reach people and yeah. our story matters. And even if you think your story doesn't matter, your story matters. Mm. There's thousands of people out there that need to hear your story and my story and everyone else's story. And oftentimes we think that we're going through things in isolation and we're going through things alone. No, there's millions of other people who are going through the same thing. And whether you have the answers or not, um, just you sharing your, what you're going through can help other people. So mm-hmm. that was that's why I wrote the book, you know, and and, and so far, Um, you know, the feedback has been great. But I thought, you know, I know more than I knew three years ago. Absolutely. And so because of that, I thought, it's more around keys to life and more around habits. And so that's why I came up with five keys. And the keys are really life lessons, and and then five habits around personal change. And so that's what the revised edition of the book is, is all about.
0: Fabulous, fabulous now, I imagine you probably know as much as I do that there's a lot of people out there who have a book written out on a laptop sitting somewhere and it 's never been pushed and a real quick story I, I probably shared this before on a podcast, but years ago, like in my mid twenties I was writing i was I was really into um novels um, that were kind of like of, of love and stuff like that, and so I was big into Eric Jerome Dickey. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh,
1: okay, okay, romance guy. All right, all right.
0: <laughs> this goes back some years, and so I started writing a book uh, in that fashion, and I could. What was so cool about Eric Jerome Dickey's books for me is that I could visualize everything he spoke about, and right. so I said, you know, I could do this as well. So I started writing my own book, kind of along that same line. And I thought to myself, I could actually turn this into a play because I could see right. it so well. I right. could actually turn it into something that people could watch. And wow. so I had this big idea that I wanted to do. And so I brought it to a friend of mine and I said, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to write a book. I'm trying to do a play. And he decided that it was his job to list all the reasons why yeah. I was a horrible writer, yeah. why I was a horrible playwright. Yeah. And so that idea, that book that is half finished is sitting on. Uh, the laptop before the laptop before the laptop. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? So now, granted, you know I've pushed past that mentally, and you know I'm not into that type of writing anymore. But again, it's that book that's not finished that's sitting on a laptop. There's right. a lot of people out there who have that book that's not finished that's sitting on a laptop, and you were able to step through that and to get your book out. What, what was the? Was there a key factor for you, like? you just talked about the fact that you knew if your book had helped one person, then you know, you did your job. Like, is that kind of what pushed you that you realized that um, helping people was bigger than any type of negativity someone had to say about your book?
1: Yeah, that was it. I mean, I thought, I thought about, you know, um, growing up and I thought, you know, someone had a hand me a book, somebody, especially someone who looks like me, had a hand me a book about life lessons and things they learned and, the challenges that they've had overcome, then, you know, I might be further ahead in my life in terms of, you know, business and my mindset and so on. So it really was that. It really was. If this could help one person, um, that's what it was for me. And, you know, a lot of my friends and family and even some of my coaching clients, they all kept telling me like, you need to write a book. You know, the conversations that we've had and you and I have had some of these Conversations too, like really sort of eye-opening, engaging sort of conversations. And I thought, you know, why can't I just put some of this down? And and it's not all about me. It's about lessons I've learned from being a career counselor, from working with youth. You know, I learned from every single person that I interact with. So Mm. I thought, why not just put it out there and see what happens? And and that's what I did. Um, But it's scary. I'm not. I I was terrified. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's really scary to put yourself out there. And and like you said, in terms of uh, the negativity and your friend telling you all the reasons why your book couldn't be a play, I always tell people this, be careful who you tell your goals and dreams to. Right. Be careful who you tell your goals and dreams to. And, you know, I, I'm, I've been that way for a long time. And the problem with, with getting support from some people is that, it's, some people are, are are very negative, and so they always see all the reasons why your goals um, can, why you can't achieve your goals. But some people don't mean to be, and it's not their fault. It's just that that's all they know. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be careful because how, I always describe it like this: Imagine you and your friends, you and your, your 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 friends when you were young, you were all growing up. You know, you were going out together, partying. You were all single guys, or maybe you're all single girls. The minute that first person gets in a relationship, what happens with the rest of the group? Everybody's like, oh, you know, Jeff's over there with his girl now. (laughs) And, and, you know, and and it's the shade that they throw at you, right? Yes. And it's all because they secretly want to be in a a, a great relationship like you. So it's very difficult for them to be happy for you. And so that's what it's like with your goals and your dreams. Like whether it's a relationship, a career, starting your own business, that's what it's like. You know, they don't mean to hate on you, but how can they truly be happy for you when they're stuck and they don't have what you have? Right. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. No, I, <laughs> I love that analogy. That makes so much sense. So you just talked about how, how you know, putting yourself out there with a the book is scary and, and being vulnerable um, in that aspect. But, um, you know, as we get older, I think we can start to appreciate, well, some of us, maybe I'm assuming, but some of us can appreciate uh, the fact that we are vulnerable, um, it lets people realize that, you know, obviously we have that uh, on the same human level, that we can all be vulnerable. When you put your vulnerability out there, other people can relate. So saying that, you know, you and I and eight other fellas are putting our work together. We are right now, I've mentioned it just a little bit on this podcast. And as we start to progress with this whole thing, um, you're going to hear more about it on this podcast. But Uh, Danny, you, myself, and eight other fellows are putting together uh, a piece of art, is what I want to call it, uh, the next bestseller, where we're all putting together our stories and putting it in one book. And we are going to push it to, again, show our own vulnerability and show men that they can step through their own difficult circumstances as
1: well. Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited about this project. And, you know, thanks for... Um, you know, making me a part of this project, you know. Um, and I, I think that, you know, all the, the the fellas and the brothers involved in this project are all passionate uh, about sort of telling stories and sharing their stories and being vulnerable um, so that we can help other people. And right. I think that's that's what should trump everything. Like, when, when it comes to your fears and it comes to, um, you know, your objections with, trying to achieve your goals and dreams, you always have to go back to your why and your bigger picture. You know, mm-hmm. the why is bigger than us. The yeah. why we're doing this is bigger than any fears that we have, right? Um, and, and we're doing this to help people. Right. We're doing this to show people that, you know, um, another thing to show people that you can have 10 um, men, black men that can come together Mm -hmm. Um, for something greater than themselves Mm -hmm. and and i think that's really important and it's a it's a really important message um in this even even in this project Um, so i think when you focus on the why like why why did you start why did you even have this idea that you could achieve anything and always going back to that over all the hate and the fear and other people's opinions Uh, That's what kind of kept me on track with writing this book with starting my own business with becoming a coach Mm -hmm. I always went back to why am I doing it? And that seemed to trump Everything that I was all the fears and the doubt and everything else that I had. and so, you know That's the same thing the same way that I see this project for me anyways
0: Absolutely, Uh, it really does your why does trump everything including your vulnerability and I think we as human beings as a man, I can say for sure, uh, we have to learn to embrace our vulnerability because again, I go back to the Beyonce, um, example at one point, Beyonce had to sing in front of a crowd and that crowd judged her voice, That's right? right? She put herself into a vulnerable situation where the crowd said yay or nay. Right. And so she's continued to move on to become who she is now. You know, the biggest author, um, out there now, or the biggest speaker, the biggest, entrepreneur, the biggest CEO, they have all been vulnerable at some point in their life where they put their skills out there and said, this is who I am, listen to it, or listen to me speak, or this is my managerial uh, mindset, what do you think? It's ultimately what's happening there. So we can't allow our vulnerability to scare us because that's what you're going to have to uh, step through in order to find your greatness. Right. right. It's, it's you're going to have to step through that vulnerability. If you get laughed all that, off that stage for the first time, um, you know, it is what it is and you improve on your singing. Right. Um, yeah. Again, a comedian may not get laughs his very first time. Right? right. Again, a blow to his his um, his mental state or, again, his vulnerability. But you have to continue to get back on that horse, so to speak, in order to step through that vulnerability to find
1: exactly you know, where you need to go. Oh, that's 100% right. Yeah. Like, we have to remember, you're on a journey. Yes. It, it, it's it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. So, when you're in a marathon, you know, you, you might take the lead on some, you might fall behind on on other parts of the marathon, but at the end of the day, you know, there's a longer journey that you're on. Yeah. And so, it's okay if you get booed off the stage. You know, m- many successful people do. That's yes. a part of your journey. A part of your journey is to Deal with adversity. Is to deal with ups and downs. Is to deal with doubt. Mm. That's that. That's what makes the journey, and that's what makes um, success even better. Without that, you're never going to really appreciate be- the success that you're going to going to receive. You're mm. never going to appreciate. You know, like if it was easy for everyone to buy a house, people would just be running. Their houses would be. They would never take care of the house because it was so easy to buy one. They would just let it fall to the ground and go buy another one. Right. Right? So without struggle and adversity, then you never truly appreciate the journey. You never appreciate who you become and you never appreciate accomplishing those goals. Mm. And so that's a part of it. And I think people need to understand that nobody's a success overnight. No one's a success the very first time they try something. Um, It takes work. You know, it takes work. It takes adversity. It takes being resourceful and resilient. Right, Um, to to get to the finish line, and so we all just kind of need to remember that.
0: Right, absolutely, absolutely. So as we wrap this podcast up, we can do this forever, and we have uh, (laughs) been plenty of conversations that Danny and I have had that we're like, I should just record this and put this on the podcast, right? So (laughs) we could be here for another four or five hours, but just you know, just just thinking about the length of this podcast and trying to keep it under a certain time frame. Um. Where can everybody find you? So again, you are a coach, you're a life coach, you're also an author, and you're a speaker as well. Where can people find your, your items?
1: Yeah. So um, you can find me at I am Danny Stone. Uh, my website, all my social media. Uh, and in terms of the book, you can find the book, You Have the Keys Now Drive. Uh, there's a, a website for that, and it, it will be available on Amazon. You can get the revised version for pre-sale on Amazon right now.
0: Fantastic. And for all of you who are on Instagram, Danny, I think, spends a lot of time there and uh, just some straight positive posts that will keep you thinking, that will keep your your energy level up. And um, again, just some positive thinking that he's going to give you through uh, Instagram. So
1: follow him there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate that.
0: Oh, man, I appreciate you and everything you've done and you continue to do. I'll definitely have you back on. And again, please look out for this project we got coming up. Um, You know, well, I'll have more about it on this podcast. But in the meantime, uh, I usually have a nugget of the day right at the end of the show, where I kind of give a nugget to the people out there who uh, just need a little bit, bit of a pick me up a bit of a boost. And because you are a skilled author and speaker, I'm going to hand the reins over to you, my man. So you can consider your ideal audience. We're talking about here today, people who are stuck in their circumstances. So you are speaking to a crowd right now, people who are stuck in their circumstances. And I want to give you about a minute to to give life into them.
1: Yeah, I would say that um, you're not a passenger in your purpose, you're the driver of your destiny. And whether you're stuck in some area of your life or you're going through some challenges right now uh, and you don't see a way out, there is a way out. you have to remember that you've gone through things in the past and you've come through those things and you can do it again. So remember that you know, there's, there's greater forces working for you. you know, we talked about gratitude and, and you, when you appreciate where you are and you appreciate what you have, you begin to attract, um, it is what you, what you want. So put one foot in front of the other. You know, I know it's difficult. I know that it may be a struggle or a challenge, but you, know, you, you have to try. And, and surround yourself with people that are gonna lift you up. Coaches, mentors, you know, people close to you. You have to connect with people who are going to build you up because it, you can't make this journey alone. You know, it, it takes a team of people. It takes a, a life support system, I call it, for you to become the person that you want to become. So you're not alone. Um, you have people out there. If you don't, find online communities and people to support you but you have it within you. You have greatness within you. Uh, You just have to take action until you begin to believe it for yourself.
0: Fabulous, my man. Thank you so much. And I will see you all at the next, at the top of the next episode. Peace. All right, thanks.